0: The Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk doesn't like you and when killer aim. I don't like you either you just watch yourself we're wanted men I have the death sentence on 12
1: systems
0: I'll be careful
1: you'll be dead
0: This week, we feel a disturbance in the force, foreshadowing our own Christmas present. Get introduced to two new rebels from Rogue One, and talk about making the hard decisions while cantina farming. Hello, and welcome to the 25th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. Whoa, 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 hey. Alright, everybody knows I'm Wink, you're a goodnight punk. Everybody knows this. What was that we just listened to? Was something different? It Sa- must be Hacks. Maybe, Some I hack-tous. don't know. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. We've given over from the uh,
0: Empire side of the beginning of our podcast and uh, tried to upbeat it a little bit. Ah,
1: That explains it. You know, plus my voice is in there a little more. Everybody loves that, right? Ooh, who doesn't? I mean, we get to listen None. to you for, you know, an hour anyway. What's another minute? Everyone, Everyone's
0: gonna, the feedback for the podcast will be, where'd the girl go? <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get to hear her at the end. She'll be there. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> All right, well, welcome guys. 25th episode, here we are, back at it again. A couple weeks from Christmas, so hopefully... uh you guys are getting ready and buying all your uh, stuff, and uh, hopefully you got your tickets for Rogue One next week, because
1: it is going to be amazing. Have you got your tickets yet? Um, I haven't. I feel like a really bad Star Wars fan. I need to do that, though. Uh, I I may get on that tomorrow. Go buy tickets. Well,
0: don't feel too bad. Well, maybe feel bad. You're a single dude. But this dad does not have tickets because babysitters are not fun. So Uh,
1: I'll get there eventually, but I don't have my tickets yet either. So Well, um, we're going to have to make sure that we both see it sometime in opening weekend because we are definitely going to have to do a review show. Totally. And we're just going to spoil it for everyone. Exactly.
0: I'm kidding. Please keep listening. That will never happen. (laughs) I hate spoilers. Yeah,
1: We might do a just, spoiler so, episode, but you will know that it's a spoiler episode. Like, we'll put spoiler in the title or whatever, so if you haven't seen it... Just make
0: it its own mini-podcast. Exactly.
1: Yep. There you go. Yep.
0: Well, I actually... I, I screwed up again last week. I don't... I'm sure oh, everyone... God. Saw it and had plenty to say about it and just quietly mocked me behind my back. But I'm back again for a third week with the information you need about Zetas. So let me fix what I said last week and tell you all that in order to get Executrix, you actually need to have Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. I screwed that up last week. If you didn't get it in the tournament, you're probably gonna have to wait till the next one to get
1: Executrix, but it's coming. So. Good, go- Dan, get your what? shit together. Okay, I'm gonna take <laughs> over from here on in on. because Dan can't seem to get it right. So to get Executrix, you need five four star non capital dark side ships. That's what's required to do. And what the Tarkin battle? One of them's
0: Vader's tie, right? Mm, it could be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, so it's not required. Okay, Not required. But it could be one of Mm -hmm. them. And then for the actual Zeta Challenge, it is eight five-star, non-capital ships. That's what you need to do the Zeta Challenge. So apparently... That's the
0: last we'll say about it. (laughs) This is far (laughs)
1: too difficult for us to actually, you know, get correct in the first two (laughs) tries. So Me
0: at the very least, so... That's the last we'll ever say about that. Let's just keep it that way. <laughs> Sounds good. But nah. If you don't know, now you know. But moving off of that subject, I'll get something even more exciting, at dun, least to me. Dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. Is that a placeholder where you're gonna throw the
0: actual music in there? Ooh, that
1: that's <laughs> actually a really good idea. <laughs>
0: Please don't, because I like (laughs) your singing better. Okay, I'll leave it. But anyways, if you didn't hear yet, Emperor Palpatine and the Emperor's Demise event is coming back on December 23rd. So Merry Christmas to those of us that did not get him last time around. Our wait since June has ended, and he is coming back. And I can tell you this now, I have everyone ready and rearing to go. And I have probably had them there for... Three or four months, probably within a month of when it ended. Man, I've been waiting for this for a while. I'm excited. It was Both crazy. Accounts. Like a, B account already.
1: Well, everybody started farming these rebels like crazy right after that event, and now they've had to wait this long. But uh, hey, Merry Christmas!
0: Definitely or I Hanukkah or
1: w- what else do people say? Happy, happy holiday. I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh. I'm not politically correct anyway, so I'm just going to say Merry (laughs) Christmas and be done with it. Okay. Well, that works for me. All (laughs) of them work. But
0: Palpatine's coming. I'm excited. And we got some tips and ideas for that later on for those that may not be ready. Just some... uh, You got a couple weeks, so maybe you can get in there before and be ready for it by the time it ends. So... One thing I want to talk about that has come up a lot since this last update they had this week is Jedi Knight Anakin. So I have a question. Have you heard anything about this
1: issue that I brought up on here? I've heard about it. Um, I haven't actually experienced it yet, though. The explanation was kind of interesting. So if you don't know, um, Jedi Knight Anakin is awesome. That's why everyone has him. Uh, you know, he's one of the most used characters in Arena, and on his AoE, he has the chance to give offense up to your team. He also has the chance to expose himself. Little did we know that he can multi- or expose himself multiple times. Apparently, that's the way it's been, but there was a bug that allowed only one exposed to show up, and now there are multiple exposes showing up, basically. Yeah. So this one kind of scares me because I'm farming
0: him right now, and I'm almost done with him. And now it seems like he might have an issue that wasn't there before. This bug or this uh, patch. So someone posted about it on Reddit, and Conduit actually responded to it. So. Basically what was happening, like you were saying, they got the more more exposed debuff icons are showing up than before with the one. What he said was, not so funny story. He's always been able to get multiple exposes and take damage from multiple exposes, but it wasn't apparent until we made the expose icon stack in support of Jin's leader ability. While this is still in line with how the ability is worded, I understand that it feels bad, man, And we're currently evaluating how to proceed on this issue. Now, I've been spearheading this idea that this wasn't a bug. I don't have them, so I don't really know what the difference is or how it feels. I just know what Conduit said, but we all know that that can just be BS. I don't want to think it is, but from all the people that use them a lot, I've heard that it's actually feels like he's getting hit harder than he ever has before. So I'm kind of curious if this is something new or not.
1: Well, so. he ba- he basically said what, that it's, you know, just one of those things that that you're now just now seeing. And I totally agree with mm-hmm. him. I am just now seeing a lot more damage to him because, well, I think that's what they did. I, I'm i not entirely buying that reason. Um, mm-hmm. It well, let me tell you why another reason I'm not sure I buy it. Okay? So he says it
0: uh, it wasn't apparent until we made the exposed icon stack in support of Jin Erso's leader ability. So, obviously you want to see debuffs on on the character like Jin and Anakin. Okay, cool. Now, if you go, we'll talk more in depth on Jin later, but I want to look at her leader ability right here real fast, okay? okay? Now, tell me where what he said fits into this leader ability. Okay. Rebel allies have a 35% potency and recover 5% protection whenever they gain a buff. Enemies that suffer debuffs during rebel allies turns have a 50% chance to also become exposed for two turns. This expose can't be resisted. It's Okay, first off, it says, enemies that suffer debuffs during rebel allies' turns. So that's yep. your turns. If Correct. the enemy is going and debuffs himself, it won't trigger this. So I don't understand why him showing more exposes does anything for this ability. Did you understand that?
1: I I got the exact same thing you got out of it. I, I have no idea what the deal is with this. Uh, It don't make a lot of sense because, like you said, it says during rebel allies' turns. Um, Mm -hmm. Jedi Night Anakin, not a rebel. Um, He would not be attacking. Or if he was attacking on a rebel Allies turn, it's going to be his basic attack or something, I would would think. You know, if he uh, is under an Imugundi lead or something and he's countering. Um, The other thing that I thought as a possibility... um, And something I'd like to mention about the AAT tank raid that I recently noticed. The only thing I can think of is that a turn is the same like session that everybody's at full turn meter. So say if Jedi, Anakin, and a couple Rebels all get 100% turn meter at the same time, then they all go in the same turn that's the only thing i can think of cuz i noticed on the at tank raid um when you knock out the you know the three guns you like mm-hmm. if ig88 does his aoe and kills two of them but he still gains full turn meter and can attack again you'll still get the bonus if you knock out the other one like you you know okay. like it's all in one turn the one you have to do in one turn yes yeah so I'm okay, well, we'll kind of wondering if this is kind of a similar thing. I don't know though. I would maybe that's it. I hope that's
0: it because if not, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Hundred percent agree. So. It's really bizarre. I, uh, yeah. I, I would like I a little we'll bit more clarification. It would be nice if you know conduit or whoever would give us a little bit more specific clarification on exactly what that means. If what I just said's the way it is, or if it's something else that we're completely missing because it seems moderately important exposes a pretty good chunk of health. So it would be nice to know.
0: Yeah. If you're taking that much more than you were before, if it's is bugged or it's different than it was before, then that's going to drop him out of a lot of teams if he's taking more. So I guess we shall see, but I just wanted to bring that up because that happened after the last update. But one thing that they did fix bug-wise that made me really happy is fixed an issue where bonus moves would attempt to call dazed and stunned units to assist. So a week ago or two weeks ago, that bug came back, and it was a nightmare again. I absolutely hate this bug. So I'm glad it's back. it's gone again.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. I don't you know, think I ever experienced it, though.
0: Oh, it's the worst. Let's say Biggs is bugged, or his, not bugged. Let's say Biggs is uh, stunned, and he can't assist, and Daka has stunned him and someone else, and it tries to call the other stunned person to assist. Your triple tap just became a one-person tap, and feels bad, man. Yeah. Not fun. I can imagine it sounds miserable. Yeah, it sucks. I'll say that much. I am glad this bug is gone. Thank you for fixing it again. I know you said it was a different issue this time. Well, you guys saw it was an issue as much as it was the first time, and it only took a week, I think, to fix it. So thankfully
1: that happened. That's a good turnaround.
0: Definitely. Well, that's all the main things that happened from that update, besides the introduction of two new rebels. And this also caused a lot of uproar. well if you're iOS one of them if you're Android two of them what as far as what do the, you mean <laughs> yeah I'm sure no one's heard or been <laughs> upset about this so let me preface going into this by saying i my main account is iOS
1: so so was mine I
0: feel the pain um so basically K2SO, the droid, from the Rogue One movie, came out, and also Jin Urso came out. Now Jin is not available yet. She's actually got a tournament. Yes, I said a tournament for a new character. Don't act surprised. Tournament for Jin Urso, December 17th. Will unlock it four stars. So likely will be top 25 again to even Unlocker. Yay. Hate that. Mm -hmm. And then second, on top of that, they changed the tournament update refresh costs to Ramp. So now it's two 100s, two 250s, and it goes up by 250 all the way to 1,000. Then you got a 1,500 refresh, 2,000 refresh, and then 2,500 for the rest of them after that you do them. So... Basically, what's going to be happening is people are going to burn through their ally points like crazy in this tournament. So that brings in an interesting concept with ally points that I knew we'd probably get to, but I didn't think it would be from a change they made. But you're going to have to start picking and choosing what tournaments you go for full bore. Absolutely. Because people are buying ship blueprints in Galactic War... They're not really spending all of their Galactic War points anymore on, on ally points. And that's if you're a top, top max level player. Even the lower ones aren't even thinking about it. They're probably going for characters. So the idea here is with that much cost to these things, you're going to have to pick which ones you really want to try to get to the top on and which ones you don't because this just got really expensive. And it'll really it'll really reward players with deeper rosters because you won't have to refresh as much. Yeah. But yeah, for people like me with one maybe two really viable arena teams, once you get towards the top, it's going to be really tough. So
1: I think this well, is, I is guess good. Though see, um, it's gonna okay. The biggest. Thing that people have been bitching about as far as the tournament goes is how long it takes. They hate spending, you know, six hours in a stupid tournament, you know, over a few days. And this is really going to cut that down. You're not going to have the ally points to just sit there and crank through a ton of battles. So you're going to have to be a little bit more selective about making sure you keep your characters alive and everything. You can't waste characters. And this definitely, definitely, definitely does what they originally said the tournament was supposed to do, which was benefit people who have deep rosters and this will certainly do that so i think it's going to be a pretty welcome change in general i think people will be pretty happy about it what do you think i think that change won't be a badly
0: recepted but i want to talk about the elephant in the room and that would be every single new character besides k two s o which is a problem for half the game in itself but every new character showing up as a tournament instead of showing up other places I for one am not a big fan i am just, tournaments are fun for the first day and then they get really tedious hopefully these changes to the refreshes will will help with that but yeah I, I don't go into a tournament thinking, hey, I'm going to unlock this character. And I certainly don't think, hey, I'm going to get this character seven star where I can use them in the places I really want to, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And they they show up there, and then after they leave there, sometimes it takes a month before you even know where they're going to go.
1: Yeah. So
0: I just really dislike this way. And the other thing that I have been really annoyed with is the fact that I I started playing this game because I like to collect, right? That's what draws you into this game. I really want characters in the shipments that I can be going for that are new. Even if they're not brand new, move someone out of a hard node into a shipment, blah, blah, make it so I can collect characters. Some of these, some of these resources, I just don't care about as much as, being able to make my roster deeper, you know what I mean? Yep. It's just getting real. I feel like the only real place anymore to collect characters is a cantina node, and yep. that's getting real annoying. So I, I started playing the game to collect characters, and I half the time I'm farming maybe one or two at a time instead of the five or six that I was when I first started playing.
1: So I wish there was better diversity. That's all I'm saying. I completely agree there. It would be nice to see these characters everybody wants be a little bit more accessible. Uh, We'll see, you know, if they do anything to make them that way before too long. Um, I don't know. It's... That part is a little depressing, um, but it's not as depressing as the K2SO thing, being on iOS, and you have <laughs> no freaking clue what's going to happen. Uh, do we touch on the uh, reward packages, too? We did
0: not. So let's just explain K2SO first, and then we can touch on that, too. So the first thing that we have to say is Android got an exclusive new thing. I'm sure they paid for it, and iOS didn't pay for anything, at least not yet that we know of. But uh, K2SO, you get them three-star for free in a pack, along with some crystals and some credits, and that's that. So you get a full brand-new character to the game, one that's not even available to iOS users. And as far as you were talking about with the reward packages, if you paid... $100, you get a player pack, which gives you, I think it was like 250 or 300 crystals, some credits, and some omegas. And then if you spend over $200 on the game, you get the VIP pack, which has 500 crystals, a bunch of omegas, and a bunch of credits. And you're just rolling in the gifts on the Android side. And it's pretty awesome. But then, the topping on the cake... Is a ten day event for K2SO that if you complete every tier every day of the event, you'll have K two SO at seven stars. So basically, Android is love and life right now. And as an iOS user, I am sitting on my hands and wondering what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. No, it sucks, <laughs> but like There's been a lot of bitching on Reddit and stuff, and this is frustrating, but it's, you know, oh, well, like, I'm, I'm not really that concerned about it. It's, it is what it is, and.
0: Unless unless he becomes Chirpa in the new raid, I'm not going to be super upset. Yeah. But my, my thought is, they'll, it's like with most things, right? Short Trooper, or scarf Rebel Pathfinder, let's say. If you didn't get him in the tournament... Oh, you never got Scar for Rebel Pathfinder in the tournament. Well, let's say Short Trooper. If you didn't get him in the tournament, you had to wait before you were able to unlock him right from Chromiums. It took a little while. I'd say Let's say that K2SO is probably going to be the same way. I don't know where he's going to go. Hopefully a shipment, because that would fit with what I was talking about earlier. But I'll bet it'll be Android exclusive for like a month, and then he'll go somewhere. Yeah. Whether it's chromiums or a shipment or what, I uh, bet he'll give a head start for Android the whole time, and then he'll at least be that. in fleet shipments. You can count on that. Like everyone else for sure, like Biston, who they still didn't announce that that's the only place you're going to get him, but there he is. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. I, don't, I I guess I don't have a lot of anger towards this because I do have two accounts and I'm still getting him, but. I would rather have them on my main account than my B account. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll still see. I mean, Rogue One hasn't even come out, and they didn't say anything about K Two. So he kind of just dropped out of nowhere. So, yep. they might just not be saying something about an iOS thing either. And if they don't have one, well, that's the way it is. But don't know yet. And we're in, the movie hasn't even come out, so we'll I guess we'll see. Yep. But. We will talk about those two characters here a little bit, just kind of go over them, because so far, these Rogue One characters have been really interesting, in my opinion. I like them.
1: Uh, I don't have any of them, but I like them. It's interesting the amount of Rebels that have been insanely good recently, Uh, and it's like they keep keep on adding Rebels, so you know what we should do? Well, the... We should keep talking uh, about talk Rebels. Talk about
0: Rebels? Yep. <laughs> That'll work. And there's a reason for keeping some Rebels around coming up here on uh, the 23rd. So That's true. Yeah. I think you had your top Rebels, and I uh, I went for... I don't even know where I'm... I can't even think of the word. Uh, you went
1: a little bit deeper on your list. I kind of went... Uh... Kind of just the top quickest guys to farm, so. Okay, so it's quickest, not top. Yeah, well, it's kind of. I was gonna say
0: mine are more uh, easily to easy to obtain within the next three weeks to make sure that you get them all seven star. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did before it ends. So
1: okay, cool. Then we're on the same page. We'll go ahead and dig into it and kind of explain as we go, because what could go wrong there? Um. Winging it. Yep. Hey, it's what we do. All right. Yeah. So, for me, I picked out six characters that I think if you're trying to get Emperor Palpatine, which you should, uh, if you're lacking at all, these guys are also options unless you have a shit ton of ally coins sitting around to where you can go for Jin Erso on the 17th. Uh, these six are going to be your best... If you don't have them to kind of go ahead and finish off. So farming Lando from the Cantina. You, he's got a eight energy node, so he's a super fast farm. Uh, so, you know, if you're a new character or whatever, new, newer character, newer player is what I meant to say. Uh, Lando <laughs> is a fantastic option. Biggs from Galactic War. Galactic War is obviously just about the fastest farm that there is. You're if you just complete it, you're guaranteed 15 shards a day. It's a fast farm. Pretty easy. Uh, so, there are two that are in arena shipments. So, if you don't have either one, you kind of have to make a choice, but if you've unlocked ships, then you've already got some shards for Admiral Akbar. and he is an awesome leader for the Emperor Palpatine challenge, so he's a really good option to go with. So, Akbar, and the other one is Stormtrooper Han. If you've listened to the show at all, you know my affection for (laughs) Stormtrooper Han. Uh, Both of us got that man crush. (laughs) Yeah. Love him. Nothing like a guy in a Stormtrooper costume. Suit. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, another one, after Lando, uh, as far as actually in the cantina, would be Wedge. He obviously goes with Biggs, and I can't imagine how easy the Palpatine event's going to be with Wedge and Biggs unless they make it more difficult, which they probably will since we've had a level cap since the last time it was here. Uh, and then there's only one Rebel that is in Cantina shipments, and that's Hoth Rebel Scout. And, and he is awesome, so if you don't have him, great. think about it. Because I love him. He's not that amazing for Arena, but he is freaking fantastic for Galactic War. I love him in Galactic War. He's one of my favorite characters for that. So, uh, yeah. Turn meter everywhere. No kidding. Turn meter. So those six guys are the uh, top ones I would suggest farming. Um, Honorable mention would be Luke, since he is an eight energy cantina node he would also be a super fast farm just like lando um but i just don't think he's quite as useful in the uh palpatine challenge so
0: what about one thing that i can definitely say there on ios's side you know let's just stick it to the man here ios at least we got wedge at four stars so you're already on a head start with him oh yeah that's a good point And everyone just got salty at me. But let me just say this then. (laughs) K2SO will be 7-star before Palpatine comes back. So, Android's already got one of the five they need if they want to use them. So, you know, they got a better deal there. But, iOS, that's 4-stars worth. What's that, 80 shards that you don't have to farm? So, yeah. But... That's on my list. Top of my list was to say K2SO will be 7-star if you can finish the bonus tier every day for Android users. So there's one. If you don't really want to use them, I'm with you. I got Biggs there for Galactic War. Kind of going through the whole use one from everything to try to farm all at the same time to make it the quickest. But you got Biggs in Galactic War, Wedge in Cantina, Hoth Rebel Scout, in Cantina shipments, Stormtrooper Han in Arena, or you can go for Akbar or Leia in Arena, Luke, like you said, Cantina, 8 energy, and you can also uh, do guild shipments in with that. So, and for those of you who have been raiding the Rancor for a long time, you might have Han Solo from the raid at 7 stars. He can be used in there. I will definitely be using mine, because, yeah, Love them. Or, on the far end of the spectrum compared to everyone else, you got Lobot on hard nodes. So, if you got him at seven stars, you might want to just throw him in because you worked so hard on him. (laughs) But, (laughs) that's pretty much all of them. But I'd, I'd say the easiest ones to farm all at the same time are Biggs, Wedge, Hoth Rebel Scout, and Stormtrooper Han. Yep. And, uh... And that's four. So with Android, if you have K2SO, there's your five. And uh, if you started now, you might be able to finish by the end of the event because it usually takes about a month if you're using refreshes to uh, finish off characters. But for the uh, iOS guys, you're going to need that fifth. So hopefully you have one at seven stars somewhere and you'll be okay. But yeah, those are the guys. I'm just happy that I have mine this time. I'm sure everyone that misses him this time will be happy come next June when he comes back, if that's the way it ends up going.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But I never fought Seven Star Palpatine, so I don't really know much about the fight, but Giggles, who's been on this uh, podcast before with us, he kind of gave us some tips on a little strat for fighting Palpatine the last time, and that and you fought him 7-star, but you said you autoed it, so probably don't really remember too much. But if you're having a hard time, the idea is probably to burn down Palpatine as fast as you can and hope to avoid the Royal Guard taunts. And from there, you can take down the Royal Guards and leave Vader for last because of his self-heal. And once you're there, hopefully you still have four or five people that can just burn him down and go
1: from there is that what you remember seeing pretty much um so as far as the characters we just talked about this is another spot where hoth rebel scouts pretty awesome because he has that stun and if you can stun palpatine he won't be able to do his aoe shock and all that crap um and if you got stormtrooper han get him taunting and you can really eat through some turn meter and get a lot of attacks. While, you know, Vader and the Royal Guards just helplessly smack at, you know, your Stormtrooper Han <laughs> and give you turn meter. Uh, that's that's probably what I would try, is, especially if you've got scouts. Yeah, so let me that. say that
0: from my experience last time, I had a full rebel squad. at six stars for Palpatine on my B account, but I could not beat the B account. And it was Akbar. Scout, Leia, Luke, and Lando, I think. Yeah. I could not beat Palpatine at six-star with that team. And I know if I had Han in my team, I would have been able to beat it because he would have taken taken so much more damage than I was with that group and given me the turn meter to finish off. Like, I... I I quit doing him or trying to kill him because I got within a sliver of killing him once in like probably 150 attempts and Leia didn't shoot more than once. And he ended up killing her before I killed him. And I, I know for a fact if Han had been on my team to soak up the damage, I would have been fine. So if you're looking in the arena, knack bars closer probably go for Akbar you might have a harder time with the palpatine but you might be able to get your seventh star that way but if you have Han use him because he will definitely help your team out yep that's my experience at least and I'm gonna I do have him now on both accounts so I should be fine now but man it yes. was 150 attempts ish and I didn't even get six star last time on the second account so it's rough just gotta be ready for that
1: a few other things to think about is Admiral Akbar his leader ability that gives tenacity to everyone, so that'll help keep the red dots off. He can also cleanse the red dots and give everyone health, as well as you... there's never a time when you're not attacking. So, especially if you're using, like, Stormtrooper Han or Leia, um, or especially both of them, you know, you get those extra attacks when you have AA as leader. So that can definitely make a world of difference, especially if you're, you know, throwing Wedge or bigs in there because the amount of damage that they do and uh, well, like us. And that
0: tenacity cannot be forgotten because when you think about that fight, you have three people that can stun you. Yep. And if you, the tenacity helps you keeping anyone from being stunned at any point, it's a huge upgrade because... Once you're stun locked in that fight, it's the most frustrating thing ever. So, oh yeah, that's definitely a good thing to be able to get that tenacity.
1: So, and the uh, other thing I was gonna say is, you know, the raid Han Solo, the regular Han Solo, he, uh, how he, you know, does his stun move at the very beginning. Maybe you got him, load him up with potency, and stun Palpatine right off the bat. Um, that'll make. Clearing him out a little bit easier and keep him from stunning your team. Yeah,
0: absolutely. If you can, if you do have the wigs combo, if you can get that stun off with Han, triple tap him and hopefully take him down before a Royal Guard's taunt, then you'll be in real good shape. So. Yep. 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 Well, that's that. I hope everyone is able to open their Christmas present and not just look at it. Yeah, no like kid. I did in June. <laughs> but yeah it'll be interesting we'll see what they do if they upgraded it for level 85 if he's where he was then who knows but we will get back to you when it happens and let you know what our experience was or I will you're not going to get to fight it I'm not so. sadly
1: <laughs>
0: well let's take
1: a look at these new characters shall we uh, we shall cool so, well uh, we'll go ahead and start with Jen Urso, um, I'll go ahead and do her. Uh, we'll, <laughs> oh, okay. Should I leave uh, the room? Uh, you might want to. <laughs> she's kind of cute. So I'm single, you know. So hey, not that picture in the in the game. Holy no, not in the game. But the movie, <laughs> like that one. So hey, if she's single, if any of our listeners know her, send her my way. You know, just help a brother stay out you know on <laughs> stay on target stay on target all right i'll I'm trying to stay on target all right we're, we're getting close <laughs> all right so i'm going right, to run through all of her abilities kind of tell you what we know about her um and this is all going to be max abilities and uh then we'll do some theory crafting So her basic ability is press the attack, deal physical damage to target enemy with a seventy percent chance to gain advantage for two turns. I like advantage. I'll say that. Yeah, who doesn't? It's kind
0: of reminds me of Phasma's basic. Yeah, only she has a seventy percent seventy percent chance, no matter if it crits or not, to get advantage. Yep. As opposed to Phasma, so... And I love that about Phasma, so that makes it awesome with her.
1: Yep, I do, too. I like that ability. That's a really good point. Uh, her... She actually has two specials, um, so she's she's got five abilities total, leader ability, unique, and two specials. Her first special is called Rebel Counterattack. It has a four-turn cooldown, deal physical damage to all enemies, and grant target other ally, 100% turn meter, and advantage for two turns. If any critical hits are scored, revive a random rebel ally with 20% max health for each critical hit scored. Uh, The wording on that is a little suspect. But... Wonky. Yeah. Basically what I'm getting is it's an AoE that also gives an ally full turn meter and advantage. So that's that's kind of awesome. I mean, that's almost uh, that's almost bigs like that's. I mean, it's almost like calling in an assist, except you get to pick who that character is. So if you have, and her, this is
0: new, right? Because this is the first. So they introduced it kind of with ships where you could pick that your ship. Let's yeah, say you that, pick your yep. assist, or you pick who you are putting protection on. This is the first actual character where an ability you actually pick the person it goes to. So. I, I thought that was pretty
1: interesting. So can you imagine having a, uh, a, you know, Jen or so on team with the wigs combo? She does rebel counter attack (laughs) first. You pick Biggs to get full Mm -hmm. turn meter. He does his ability that attacks that, you know, calls in Wedge and somebody else. I mean, that's a lot of damage you can do on one single turn. Yeah, for sure. Especially if this is her AI... AI first move yeah that make defense amazing yep no kidding that's that's one thing that we have yet to find out but I'm sure we'll be finding that out before too long uh, yep so her second but s- then that's the oh. first part of it and then the second part of
0: it is you depending on how many crits you get you revive a rebel with 20% oh, yeah. max
1: health for each crit I, I, that's ridiculous yeah I, I was just so These excited about back up. all the turn meter but yeah that's I mean reviving someone that's that's pretty awesome cuz it's any critical hits like that's if there's five enemies she's doing an AoE if any of those are critical and sh- her critical rating is pretty high already um she's mm-hmm. she's going to have a pretty good chance of reviving someone so I mean she's going to be like a super awesome Daka that does damage or something. (laughs) Yeah. That's super cool. Um, Very cool. Alright, so I'm going to move to her second special, which is Truncheon Strike. Not sure if I said that right. Whatever that word is. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Two-turn cooldown. Deal physical damage to target enemy and remove all turn meter. Jin gains that much turn meter. On a critical hit, stun target for one turn. So this is a pretty cool ability that especially concern only has a two-turn cooldown. So if you attack someone with 60% turn meter, Jin then has 60% turn meter. That is super cool. Uh, you know, we've seen, like, health steal before, but I don't think we've ever seen, like, true turn meter steal, and that's exactly what this mm-hmm. is. Plus, uh, with that pretty nice critical chance she has you can stun the target for a turn. So
0: Yeah, this is this is an awesome move. Yeah. It starts out on a 4 turn cooldown, but with your upgrades it goes down to Okay, cool. goes down to 2 and then the Omega is the one that gives her the turn meter.
1: Okay, so, gotcha. So you'll definitely want to throw you Omega's get up on her. There,
0: yeah, for sure. Definitely on that one.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. But, I could I, I'll be curious to see you know How the AI actually uses her, because I could see the advantage of using this first. She's fast, Mm -hmm. so she's going to go early in the match, so anyone that she attacks is probably going to have the vast majority of their turn meter. So it might be to your advantage if that's the ability she does use first. I mean, hell, she's going to almost be able to go back-to-back... Well, yeah, if you have her first,
0: and she shoots at, like, a Biggs or a TIE fighter pilot or someone just under her speed, well, they take all theirs, give it back to her. She either goes again or waits for someone else to go and then goes, and you can run her her other special. Yeah, that would be... This one might even be better to be the starting one on defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh... Alright, so her leader ability is called Into the Fray. Rebel allies have plus thirty five percent potency and recover five percent protection whenever they gain a buff. Enemies that suffer debuffs during rebel ally turns have a fifty percent chance to also become exposed for two turns. This expose cannot be resisted. This is what we were talking about earlier with the whole uh, you know, the whole Jedi Anakin. Knight Anakin. Fiasco. Um.
0: Taking Jedi Knight Anakin out of the equation, I do think this is a pretty good leader ability. Yeah, I That's do a too. lot of potency. And then to get 5% protection every time you gain a buff, that's pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. Uh, how many rebels actually use potency, though? That's the only thing I was curious about. Um, Stormtrooper Han, obviously, because, you know, he can remove turn meter and everything, but out, outside of him, can you think of anyone that actually has potency besides, well, him, well, both of the Hans?
0: Well, let's just look. I was pulling up the Rebels as you were saying that.
1: Um, Han Hoth, Solo? Han Solo, Stormtrooper Han, Hoth Rebel Scout, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Luke. Yeah, I guess there's a decent number. But it's all the ones that nobody really uses. And maybe this is their yeah. way of kind of making some of these guys a little bit more useful.
0: Yeah, quite possibly. That's a good thought. I hadn't thought about the fact that... Do they really need potency? So, who knows? I That 35 potency will definitely be good on Han if... You don't want to use potency mods because then you can just focus on straight up damage from him. And yep. he hits really hard. Yeah. At least at gear 10. So, yeah. yeah, works. Very cool. We'll see if that's a rebel leader three or if it moves up on the list. But yeah, Wedge and Akbar still one, too. But we have
1: yet to see this one, so we'll see. You know what else makes me really attracted to Jen Urso? Hit me. That fierce determination that she has—it's, you know, just that unique ability that she has. Um, It it uh, makes her immune to for sure. Yeah, for sure. It makes her immune to stuns and gain ten percent potency each time she scores a critical hit. Hold
0: on, wait. Where did immune to stuns come from? Okay,
1: that's the Omega. I had never seen that before. Oh, really? I just okay. knew she
0: gained potency. Yeah. Holy crap. Immune to stuns, too.
1: Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That is... Yeah, I knew about the potency thing. I didn't know what the stuns... So that's going to make her a really good counter to Palpatine. Uh, not going to be able to get stunned, so you're never going to have the issue with her not being able to, you know, suck turn meter or whatever, unless she gets shock, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that's... Pretty interesting. Nice to have somebody really who's want actually. I this character. You you what?
0: <laughs> I said I really want this character.
1: Yeah, I really do. I really want generous. Really too. upset
0: that it's just straight up tournament. I wish it were somewhere else, but
1: yeah.
0: We'll see where it goes after the she's done in tournaments, but she looks really good to me. Oh, no, she does as far look, look really good. No good about it. So, I'll see what I can do in that tournament. I got a lot of. I got a lot of points that I didn't use in the uh, Vader tie tournament. So, And I'll be on vacation, so for the first time ever in a tournament, I won't be sleeping or at work at the end of the tournament, so I might actually be able to fight for a spot. But That's exciting. We shall see. Yeah.
1: Wow. I'm like, vacation? I can tournament? We'll see what happens. I'm jealous. You may be adding Jen so. Urso to your roster before me. That makes me sad. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I'll uh, put her as a leader so you, you can uh, borrow her. I would love to. <laughs> well, uh, next so is... that character will never get on our main accounts. Yeah, no kidding. K2SO. Uh, since you actually are going to have a little bit of experience with this guy on your uh, B account, have at it.
0: I would love to. And to be honest... I'm really upset he's not on my OS because despite the shame, K2SO shaming I've seen recently, thinking he's not that great, he actually looks really good to me. And playing with him's fun. His animations are fun. I really like him. And he's a rebel and a droid, so he fits in a couple different teams. So that makes him even better as far as utility goes. But uh, he's got four abilities, two uniques and... A special and his basic. But his basic is deal physical damage. Or actually, it's called Carboplast Composite Fist. Basically he runs up to the dude and punches him. It's pretty cool. But it says deal physical damage. Targeted me with 70% chance to inflict offense down for two turns. And in my experience that happens a good deal of the time with this dude. So for the event that you do on Android with him. And this is, let me just talk about the event real fast. I know you haven't done it, but so in the event, there's seven or seven tiers and a bonus or six tiers. I think it's six tiers and a bonus tier. And in each tier, you pick your team from all your characters and you have an ally you pick. But there's only one ally available and it's a gear nine, seven star K2SO. So while unlocking him, you actually get to play with him which I think is an awesome, awesome mechanic that was introduced for this. And hats off to Cap Gask and his guys for that. It is makes it a lot more fun. But uh, using it is pretty fun. And what I've seen from him with the Gear 9 7-star version in the event, without any mods, is this offense lands, offense down lands a bunch. So it's really nice. So that's his... Basic ability. The second one is called Conductive Charge. Two-turn cooldown. But basically, it's almost the same looking as the punch, but instead he shoulders the dude like he's running in for a tackle. It's pretty awesome. But he deals physical damage to the target enemy and dazes them for two turns. If Cassian Andor is present, he is called for assist. And that was a first clue for everyone else that Cassian Andor, the pilot that hangs out with Jin in all the previews, is going to be in the game. Because if not, why would this be in there, right? Yep. So, Cassie and Ander are present. He's called to assist. But I really like this move. It dazes them. We were doing some theory crafting in Guild Chat in the past few days. And for Android in the tank raid, this guy could be awesome. Because let's say you're in Phase 4 or 1. If you use this guy and he is able to daze the B2s, that is a huge amount of turn meter that's not going to them. And that can really help you out damage wise. So I really want to wait and find out from our guys on Android that get him seven star and use him in the tank to see if he can actually land that daze on the B2s and how much help it actually does. Cause in theory, sounds like a really good deal you know
1: yep for sure so
0: i like days i wish i hope it shows up on more characters and if imbo ever shows up that'll be awesome since he does the days also but his unique enforcer this one's kind of interesting whenever k2so attacks he has a 75% 100% while buffed chance to taunt for one turn this taunt is dispelled whenever k2so takes damage so basically, anytime he attacks, if he's got a buff, he's going to taunt. And that taunt will last for one turn, so they'll shoot at him, taunt will be gone. Next time he attacks, most likely he'll get a taunt again. So that's a lot of taunts from this guy, and it can, it can keep a lot of damage going from the guys you don't want it on, just from him attacking. It's not even an ability you have to use. kind of reminds me of the way that Royal Guard works. You don't have to taunt, it's automatic. Same thing with this guy. but Reprogrammed Imperial Droid, the last unique for him. K2SO has a 97.6% counter chance. I don't know if you see the joke in that, but I found out about it on Reddit and then I started laughing. Do you know what it is? I don't. You know, in the trailer he says, we have a 97.6% chance of failure.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) Very nice. Easter egg. Well done. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. But he has a 97.6% chance to counter, and this chance is halved while he's debuffed. In addition, K2SO gains 1% max protection whenever he takes damage. So he gets 1% of his max protection whenever he takes damage, not to mention, like we talked about with his taunt, if he's countering when he's hit... He's going to go hit, and most likely he's going to taunt again. Yep. So.
1: And something else I'd like to bring up. Great tank for droids, and yeah. He has... I like uh, Well, this is max, obviously, but he has 54,500 health total. That's health and protection. That's a shit ton of HP to try to get through. I mean, that's...
0: Oh, man. He is... Just the Gear 9, the Gear 9 level 83... 7 star one that you get to use in the event is just... It's amazing how much health and protection he has. It's crazy. Just like B2. They're like brothers. Yeah. It's nuts. It's very cool. I like him. I hope I can get him on iOS someday. I'm jealous. Someday. Jelly. Yeah. (laughs) But. If it helps other people in my guild to help us finish the Rancor... Or not the Rancor. I just they, really wish we could beat the car. <laughs> I meant the tank, and then I will be happy. I don't care who has them. So.
1: Yep. I'm so with we, you. But these two definitely look good. I like them. Well, so. that pretty much covers the two new characters. Um, we, uh... So I just... Do what? I was going to say, I just
0: really want to talk about something that... Uh, irks me whenever I look at my character page. Okay. And I'm sure that you have some in yours that do the exact same for you, and that is cantina mistakes, right?
1: Uh, So I I haven't made any of those. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, you wrote some down, so I know you're (laughs) lying. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But, you know,
0: even now... Like we talked about earlier, the influx of new characters, the best ones to farm, are always in Cantina, right? So that makes picking your Cantina farms especially important because it takes a while to get them. And if you pick the wrong one, you can waste a lot of time. So we just kind of want to go over a couple of our picks as far as the tank raid and getting ready for heroic tank goes. That will actually set you up in a better place than we may have been when we first started back a year ago. So first I want to list some of my mistakes and then I'll ask you some of yours. Some of yours might be the same as mine, but I'll say this. If I knew what I knew now, I would have never farmed Jedi Consular to seven stars as early as I did. Yep. Because once I hit the max level at 70, he didn't even get used. So, that's a lot of wasted time on Consular. Did you did you get him the seven stars early? Unfortunately, yes, I did. <laughs> at least we're both in a good place that he somehow became a ship pilot. He did because yeah, that's <laughs> that is good. the one redeeming factor at the moment. His ship's pretty good, but, so I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like his ship. I'll take it. But the other one for me is. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't think I've touched him in months. Like, literally, I think I scrolled past him and block him out of my mind so much that I don't even remember that I have him.
1: Well, I, so. I remember he used to be everywhere in Arena. He was awesome. He was so freaking good. And I was like, you know what? I am going to get Kylo Ren. So I started farming Kylo Ren. As soon as I got Kylo Ren he started sucking and went completely worthless so i have never really got a chance to use him despite having him seven star and all that crap yep
0: no oh, well that's where i am at i chased the medal on him and i missed big time and every time i look at him i think that was like a month that i could have used on anything else you know yep another the, the last one and I'm hoping that he can fit into my Phase 3 team and heroic tank is Chewy. Yeah, I wasted time on Chewie getting him 7-star, despite the smorgasbord of shards that they keep giving us for him. Every time I get them, they go straight to the shard shop. But, uh, yeah, Chewy, I really hope that despite your insatiable hunger for gear... gear up that you can actually do something for me in the uh, tank raid because that'll be your one redeeming factor
1: I started uh, farming him for the Rancor raid because he does the turn meter reduction and I was going to use him and then I started gearing him I realized he took a lot of the purple hollow projectors and then I said to hell with it I think he's just barely six star maybe and uh, I have no interest in finishing him ever Yep.
0: I uh here's a side note. I am farming Poe at the moment. Hey. So I finally, I finally gave in I need another tank for phase three and he's the easiest to get for me. He's really good. So we'll see about that. We'll see if I can you can convince me he's not old meta and We'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Still totally usable. I'll report back my findings. Sounds good. Oh, yeah, totally. I will definitely be using it once I get them.
1: Well, uh... What,
0: what, what's what's one that really sticks out to you? Well, besides the ones I mentioned that you did.
1: Yeah, the, the one that really stuck out was Kylo, which we already touched on. Um, the only other one that I have farmed that I really regretted farming... And... I... I only sort of regret it, but it's Finn. Um, I farmed him up to 7-star because I thought it'd be awesome to have a resistance team, and it turned out to not be awesome to have a resistance team. Uh, <laughs> but it was useful. Not as awesome as having a Tuscan Raider team. No, that's totally true. He did end <laughs> up being quite useful for the speed challenge, though, so I used him for that. and got you know those speed mods in the beginning which turned out to be way less useful than anyone thought they would be so you you know yeah Finn's just honestly been a pain in my ass and we'll continue to do so until I get the Millennium Falcon but so here's a real question if you could turn your seven star Finn in and
0: receive half the energy you spent farming him back would you do it
1: are you kidding of course <laughs> I've already beat the challenge yeah absolutely now, if I had to give yeah, up the true. challenge... Well, what if they took away your challenge? And, and all yeah, those you can mods... Give us fin, we'll give you energy, but you don't get to keep your challenge. Would I get to keep the mods I farmed? You can keep the mods. Okay, then yes, absolutely. You can challenge again. Yep, no question. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to give back the mods, gotcha. I wouldn't do it. But, yeah, otherwise I wouldn't. Um, there are two other ones that we want to mention that you should not farm from Cantina. And that is Thothcha and Biggs because you can farm them in Galactic War, and it's way faster. So yeah, it definitely would be a
0: waste of time and energy. It might make it faster, but you can get those guys from Galactic War and focus on other things in Cantina. Yep. Other things like these are the ones we want to recommend for the tank raid from uh, Cantina, and we kind of threw this together here a little bit earlier so if we're missing any please make sure you tell us and we will throw them in next podcast as a PSA but these are the ones that were straight off the top of our heads here so if you're going trying to get to heroic tank with your guild or with a new guild wherever you're going what you're doing I think we can both agree that the highest Best farm right now is probably TIE Fighter Pilot, right?
1: Yes, uh, it's I think it's really close between TIE tie Fighter and Wedge, but I think TIE Fighter definitely wins out just for the sheer fact of Pain 3 is or Phase 3 is a total bitch and he is awesome in Phase 3.
0: So, yeah, total pain in the ass. Phase 3. If you if everyone else in your guild is farming Jedi's and droids and rebels. You will be the hero of Phase 3 if you manage to get your Palpatine and this TIE Fighter pilot and have three tanks because that is definitely a good team to have with a Palpatine lead, TIE Fighter pilot, and three tanks to take all the
1: hits. Or even uh, using him with a Dothcha lead would probably be pretty effective. I've seen a screenshot of that somewhere. Yeah, that that was the other
0: team, right? Dothcha, Jawa, TIE Fighter pilot, Stormtrooper Han, and Geonosian Soldier. That's another team that's had some good results that I've seen. So, TIE yep. Fighter Pilot, definitely a good one. Wedge, also a great one, especially for Phase 4. He's pretty much, for a Rebel team in Phase 4, he's pretty much the go-to leader. Akbar, Absolutely. I don't think so. I've seen half the results that Wedge gets just because of his crits for heals in that uh Phase, But yeah, Wedge is definitely right up there with TIE Fighter Pilot. Yep. And so if you don't have either of them and you're trying to do Heroic Tank, I would recommend going after those two.
1: And the three best re- Rebels, which are Biggs, Wedge, and Lando, they don't have really good ways to take advantage of AA's leader ability. So you're much better off just going with a straight offense from Wedge.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's a good point, too. They don't have those non attack abilities, so What do we got next? Well Well I wrote in here Iola. I have a feeling that you'd probably say Lando
1: above Iola, but I would. Um, but yeah, they're both they're both right there. Uh, kinda depends on exactly what you need. Ayla's obviously great for phase one and the Jedi, so if you're lacking Jedi she might be the way to go. And, you know, she does the counters and the stuns and all that stuff. So she's she's really good. But Lando's just, he's so good with Biggs and Wedge. Uh, you can really put up a lot of damage with those two. So that's why he gets yeah, the I'm nod still... for me. One day I'll
0: get him past two stars. Everyone <laughs> just groaned at me. I know I hear you. I can hear you <laughs> through you listening to the podcast that we haven't even posted. Stop groaning at me. I'll get Lando eventually. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, I gotta get TIE Fighter Pilot next. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. Fifth on the list, we put Chirpa. So, we talked about TIE Fighter Pilot. The reason I put him way above Chirpa on this list is because TIE Fighter Pilot, he's a pilot and works for the new ships. He's a big damage dealer, he can be used in the arena. He just kind of works everywhere. Whereas Chirpa has one real fit as far as the tank raid goes and he doesn't really work anywhere else yeah. unless you have all the all the fuzzy teddy bears. But Chirpatine has to have Chirpa to work and if you are trying to do that as opposed to Palpatine TIE Fighter Pilot, Chirpa is definitely one to uh, farm. So for everyone on my guild listening to this, I'm sorry I told you to farm Chirpa. We did not know TIE Fighter Pilot would be as good as he is for the raid.
1: I, I'm sorry. You should be, sorry. Dan. You should be. Oh,
0: man. Mimi is really mad at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> he he sent the memes memes all the, all this morning at me. Yeah,
1: he does that. <laughs> uh, but we had uh, the other two after that. Who do you got? Yeah, um... Jawa and Genos and Soldier, they're kind of a toss up for me. Uh, they're both great. Um, they're both pretty easy to get. I think I know Genos and Soldier has an eight energy node. I can't remember what Jawa is. I can't remember if he's eight or ten. But uh, they're both awesome. I think I he's the ten. Swords. Is he okay? Um, if yeah. that's the case, then I would prefer Genos and Soldier over him. But yeah, they're they're both extremely good. Hard to go wrong say, I put Jawa
0: over Genosian Soldier only for the fact of his AoE stun, because that thing is super effective in phase 3. Totally agree. Love it.
1: Yep. It is really good.
0: But, Genosian Soldier, always been a good character. Will probably still always be a good character. Can't go wrong there either.
1: Yep. You should have him if you don't, so. Yeah.
0: Well, since we're right here at the end of the podcast, I uh, actually got to throw one more one more character farm in there and that I promised I would. Okay. Even though I really don't want to, and he can't be farmed in Cantina, but I promised Jerry that I would say he is a good Cantina farm. So oh. shout out, Jerry, Magma Trooper. I just said you're a good Cantina farm. I probably wouldn't pick him over Chewy, but
1: all right. Yeah. Jerry cantina farm get on all it. right so you you heard him Buy every every <laughs> jerry shard you see in the cantina
0: yes he's gonna pleasantly surprise everyone in the tank raid even though he hasn't for two months <laughs> but that's okay yeah one day one day jerry
1: will have his day in the sun no, or he'll burn up. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I think it's gonna happen. I, I don't think he'll have his day in the sun. <laughs> Sweet. Well, well.
0: I think that's it for us. You got anything else? Nope, that's pretty much it. Sweet. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy your Rogue One next week, and maybe i will have seen it by the time we record. If not, then uh, no spoilers. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good.
1: Catch you guys later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.